It's not a competition, but then again, everything is. Like trying to have a conversation, and afterwards asking who wins. Every person that you talk to is the co-host of that moment in your life. Might be one podcast too many, but we're only one small slice of the pie. It's the cultural content consumption appraisal. did it you're here you're sitting down you stand up you're not sure actually wait i'm getting old now i should sit down let me just put my headphones in properly let me listen to my boys the guys the cultural content consumption appraisal hour men are here and of course of course we're getting you your content this week it's not like it was a very very last minute up until you know mere hours ago decided upon that you would actually get the content this week we had the kings of consistency and we pride ourselves upon this even if we are falling apart at the seams is that right christopher it's mainly stuff falling out of me that was the problem (laughs) (laughs) it's my favorite episode already fantastic (laughs) i think if you're reading between the lines you appreciate us being here in spite of um, whatever ailments might be ailing us. But besides that, it was a banner week for content, a banner week for consuming things. Is it a banner week for explaining what this podcast is about? We are about to find out. I think I have to explain the podcast. I think you do. I think you do, Jeffrey. I think you do. Oh, I'm so um, terrible at this. Can you give me a few things this week? Have you give actually me a... introduced me yet? Christopher Anousas is this guy. <laughs> The other voice you're hearing is Christopher Anousis. My name is Jeffrey Barlow. And during the next 30 seconds, I'm going to explain to you what the podcast is about. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say more things, but on. I thought, let me, let me stop now. All okay. right. Your 30 seconds, Jeffrey, to explain yeah. to the people what they've just yeah. tuned into starts yeah. now. Okay. So I recommend, um, hey, Christopher, please watch this. Um, Christopher says, hey, Jeffrey, please watch that. We both go away and we're like, oh my God, when am I going to find time for this? My life is so busy. My life is so stressful. Let me text my friend about this. Let me text my friend about that. Oh, have you actually watched the thing? Have you done the thing yet? No, I haven't done the thing. It's like tomorrow we're recording and I haven't even watched it. Okay. I kind of watched it. I was working, but I half watched it. That's enough. I sort of have a vague idea of how I felt about it. I could talk to that. Let's come on the pod. Let's guess how the other one felt about it. And then we can sort of have a few laughs along the way with a second to spare. Beautifully done. <laughs> Do you reckon? Beautifully so, so, done. I don't know. I feel like the more think, we go, <laughs> yeah. as as crazy and as rambly as that may sound to a new listener, that's the most <laughs> concise Jeff Jeff has ever been in explaining the pod in thirty seconds. So I'm truly impressed. <laughs> okay, so new listener, welcome. Why are you here? <laughs> no, but we appreciate you. Um, any day now, I'm gonna start. Uh, by like referring to the the viral video we've got and the socials and the Patreon. God damn that Patreon. Can I just tell you, the Patreon is going to be booming. There is stuff out there. I've decided, I don't know about how you feel about this, there might be some privacy law I'm breaking, but the Patreon is basically going to be, they're going to read our WhatsApp. That seems fair <laughs> to me. <laughs> seems fair. But it's, it's encrypted, done. Jeff. <laughs> it is encrypted. But we, we're just going to send uh, the best of the week screenshots or something. Um being uh before we get into the, all the all the good stuff can i just say um mm-hmm. just to sort of mark this in time because we haven't started our patreon um political podcast yet and i True. think you've been off the socials to the degree you're ever on the socials which is not a lot but i think you've been off them for a little hot second yeah um the world's falling apart quickly sometimes too quickly this week has been a quick one stuff in the states is mad stuff here is mad I just wanted to put that out there as it's a mad time. And this hopefully is a refuge and a balm for all of you getting consumed by current affairs because we're going to talk about old, older, sorry, not old, but classic, absolute classic musicals and the story of last year, absolute mess of a film story. But we're going to talk about the film <laughs> itself. So hopefully that's a balm for you. Do you need well, this balm today, Christopher? Is any of the uh, world falling apart got anything to do with the uh, party conference that happened in Manchester that was right next <gasps> to the hotel that I stayed at? Please. That was fun. <laughs> fucking, unfortunately, yes, that's exactly what I'm referring to in terms of British politics. Okay, so do you have any little, the people are dying to know, do you have any tidbits from being next door 
just that there was like protesters outside and like football related chants about how to f the Tories this and whatnot. It was good fun. It's good protesting. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm glad. glad and then to hear. at a glance, I've seen conservatives drinking and dancing in weird clips here not, and there, and I'm like, not not good stuff. Bad stuff. Bad times. In terms of things, um, in terms of Which people, is, people rather, are allowed to do that. It's fine, hey, but just, hey. just not, not, yeah. On my cultural content consumption appraisal hour podcast, I approve of people singing and dancing, but I prefer it at the Victoria Palace Theatre when it's the cast of Hamilton. Well done, Jeffrey. <laughs> are we doing Hamilton first then? I mean, now that I did the segue, it's a bit hard to. I mean, so are you ready for this it? It's is a bigger a, deal for you, right? Are this you is ready a, to? This is a first. So we we had a little panic at the end of the last episode and went Didn't completely we? It falling apart. <laughs> it was falling apart because Jeff did something very stupid <laughs> and pitched me something that I've watched multiple times and mm. know very very well, yes. even though he was going to go see it and had not yeah. seen it before. So so I far the logic is fully working for me. But yeah, tell me where you think I, I lost the plot. I should it should have just been my pitch to you. Yeah. And then it could have been your review of Hamilton. Rather Do you know than... what it felt like? Let's talk about that moment for a minute. Because afterwards, I was like, oh, it's probably a good idea on his part. It felt like in a meeting for your business, like in a meeting that's like broadcast <laughs> to the stock. Go on, I'm in. <laughs> Where's the okay, so we, we have a huge corporation, right? And we're on a meeting with the stockholders. Cor- corporation, meeting with my business, stockholders, gotcha. <laughs> the, the options are, you know, through the roof. Recommendations. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then during the meeting, I say a thing. And you're like, oh, hey, let's just change the way the business works. And in front of everyone. And I was just like, <laughs> no, I can't. Like, everyone's watching. We'll talk about this later. But like, so as as if as if to say you did that on the pod and I couldn't quite yes and you. I couldn't quite improvise. It felt like a lot yeah. to deal with. The format of the show is such. It's a nice compliment in a way to the show that it just felt yeah. like, no, oh, 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 I pitched it. You have to. Anyway, the main yeah, thing I got, is... I got that. It's fine, because this is now the first week where I have not consumed the content and, that you I mean, asked me to consume. Super interesting. And weirdly, oh, I'm not actually ready to, to deal with how much this is a, a first for us. Mm. I haven't either. I just... I saw the play. Part of me was thinking... <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd also watch the Disney Plus. So I'll, I'll level for the listeners in terms of a slight... I, I don't, I'm not sure if I've told you this before. In terms, of, in terms of a slight systematic thing, when I get super into something, mm-hmm. and then I want to continue, for lack of a better term, consuming the content, but I've experienced something live, what I usually like to do is, let's say I watched Hamilton on the Saturday, my favourite thing is, okay, but I'm still living in that headspace a bit. Sunday is my nothing to do with that universe day. From Monday onwards, mm-hmm. I'm allowed back in. So part of me, um, so I do that for bands, blah, blah, blah. I always want one day, just let it all go and try and recollect that experience for what it was. And then if you want to go back to listening albums for the band you just saw or whatever it is. Um, so mm-hmm. on Monday, I was like, oh, I kind of want to dip my toe back in. I have a tiny bit of time to play with. That's a big part of this podcast mm-hmm. these days. But guess what, Christopher? You can relate very much. The time I had to play with was much more out and about than inside. So I listened to the Hamilton mixtape. So <laughs> Hamilton mixtape. Oh, mate. Perfect. This podcast is off to a <laughs> rocking and roaring start. So basically, the thing that we're going to review for you today Christopher watched a million times a few years ago or something and I've never seen and we're here to talk to you about it (laughs) (laughs) and we've decided because I think um, this was your preferred option too you did let me have my druthers here but I said no what do you think so we're gonna go in terms of scoring because everyone's like hey great reviews what are the scoring um, particulars Mm. here it's gonna be based on I'm guessing your scores for the lead-up anticipation enjoyment of and afterwards of your first ever viewing of the Disney Plus filmed yep. hamilton is that correct correct fantastic let's let's dig in let's let's dive in tell me a bit i feel like you have told me but i've forgotten so piece it together for me a little bit mm. my history with this is just feeling like it was a huge phenomenon and then being like yeah. well i kind of want to put my uh, fingers in my ears jim carrey and dumb and dumb style la 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 and not pay any attention until i get to see it live and then something happened i'm not sure if you're familiar where just the years go on and on this keeps happening um, and I didn't get to. And I feel like it's quite an actual, it's not like there was a time where it was like a very of the moment, big deal. Mm. I, I went to Chicago to see family in what feels like 2018 or 19. And it was there and I almost saw it. And then I've come back and I'm like, Oh, it's in London now. I'm going to see it any day now. And now it's four or five years later, whatever. And mm. so for many, many years, I've known it's a huge deal. It's changed theater. It's changed musicals. And 
It ruined um, Mary Poppins too. <laughs> oh, mate. So, okay, so clearly... I never watched yeah. that. I, that's a bold statement. I have. That's, that's harsh. I'd, have you? Yeah. I, I, I watched it at the cinema and... Mary Poppins Returns? <laughs> the return of the Mary Poppins. The, okay. the vengeance of Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins <laughs> strikes back. <laughs> yeah, Mary Poppins strikes back. Mary Poppins, um, Rise of the Terminators. <laughs> Mary, listen, it was fun. I don't, Mary Poppins, I, an umbrella too far. <laughs> Sorry. Sherry Poppins. Do, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that Simpsons episode? Pitch for Sherry next Poppins. week sorted. Sherry Poppins. Yeah. Do you remember it? Yeah. That's a good yeah. One. Oh, great. Simpsons stopped the fun. That is not a sentence I thought I'd say. Um, okay, so, I mean, you, you're the one who now... I'm trying to stay on a road, and then you've just pointed at this Sorry. dirty alleyway full of Mary Poppins piss. I thought it was great. I happened to be with a friend who has a child at the cinema, and the child was just wigging out, enjoying whatever it is children enjoy. So I had a great time, and Lin-Manuel Miranda was dancing around, not quite being Dick Van Dyke, but he tap danced and sang a few tunes. And I, had a, I had a blast. Did other people not like it? I can't remember. I thought he got slated, but I never Probably watched did. it, so I can't comment. Probably did. At Do we need point, to explain that link, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> no, the people can Wikipedia it. No, I will, I will. Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is the creator, writer, everything guy, and also played Hamilton for a significant portion of uh, a play called Hamilton. That's what we're talking about. He's he's a big, he's Mr. Musical Theatre. He's reminding me, oh, you're going to hate this comparison. In terms of just whether it's a bit of backlash against Mary Poppins or other projects, I saw it in the Heights a couple years ago, really enjoyed, mm. really liked. Um he seems to me, when I try and think of just someone who's like omnipresent in their world and keeps going out and doing other bits and just everyone now knows the name and gets them to do any, everything and they inevitably have to get some pushback and hate. It reminds mm. me of ooh, James Corden. Like he's just out there so much. Yeah. I think Lin-Manuel is obviously... I think it's a little harsh, but I yes. get your point you're trying to make. Right. I think for me, Lin-Manuel is a lot more... Oh, why do I have to do this why am i being mean he's more i i, I prefer the work of lin-manuel but i do feel like there's a lot of pushback that is inevitable and almost a compliment to how successful hamilton has become yep he's he's um it's quite crazy because i feel like he was a working sort of musical theater guy and hamilton is the thing that blew up but um he's almost become in however many years since it's been big five six whatever it is He's like a cliche now of like musical theatre and theatre. So as yeah. I say, I'm just very on the periphery aware of him. I've seen a few of his work in um, movies and I've always been looking forward to seeing this live before I pass any judgment or form any relationship to it. Now that I've seen it live, I am at the beginning I'm, of my relationship with Hamilton. But you are in a long term thing. It's been all sorted mm -hmm. and all cushy for a while now to the point where as we were getting ready to start recording today and I said, did, did you watch it this week again to refresh you and you said i could sing it for you right now mate the whole thing that's how cushy you are with this thing <laughs> how cozy and comfortable you are in your relationship with hamilton you're wearing pajamas around the damn thing um so tell me about the start of your uh, relationship with it did uh was it on your radar for ages to see it um how do you feel about the work of lin manuel like like most things enter my world it's via my tech podcast for some reason. <laughs> this is crazy. I was literally thinking about this today. I was thinking something came up. Oh, that's going to... This is crazy. That's how I feel like I got my pitch. Right? What do you mean? You've pitched me Don't Worry Darling, and I feel like you did a lot of finding out about that movie. And through, <laughs> I remember you sending me clips of your tech podcast, Shout Out Rocket. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course. Right? They were talking about it last year. I still remember walking through Westfield Shopping Centre listening to clipped out portions of that podcast where they were talking mm. about Don't Worry Darling and now that's my pitch today so that's funny so don't tell me they were uh, formative in this field too that's so hilarious. yeah so one of, one, of, one of my tech podcasts probably I think it's Mac Break Weekly one of them is a big Mac like Weekly. opera nerd and mm. um, I remember them talking about at one point I think the main host Leo he got mm. tickets to go to the Broadway show because it was such a big deal in mm. New York and in America yes. at the time because it blew up there and then, then they, they constantly just kept talking about, oh, have you seen it yet? Have you seen it yet? Have you seen it yet? And then I think the soundtrack came out and they're like, oh, I don't really want to listen to the soundtrack until I've gone to it. And they had all these sort of debates about it and all that. And I'm like, mm. Hamilton? What's an Hamilton? Right. <laughs> um, and then to be honest, I think um, a, a couple of friends went and saw it when it came over here and it was a big deal and they said it was brilliant. And then you've got the, you've got the program in front of you. Oh, isn't that cute? Um, and then... Um, the Broadway cast, the original Broadway cast and performance had been filmed and mm. was on the shelf 
waiting. I think they were holding it back for like 2024 or something before they were going to drop it and make a big deal. But then as soon as COVID hit, they've released it early on Disney, Disney Plus as a thing to help everyone and give them something to watch and enjoy. That's and so that's generous of them. It. That's clearly just for the people. That's nice of them. I don't, I, don't I don't know what point I'm making. I don't know what point. I don't know why. <laughs> you just been spiteful for being spiteful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did have a, a, a genuine thought before I thought I'd uh, make fun of... I mean, Disney were trying to make money, let's be real. But uh, why 2024? That's a bit of a... Like, why were they waiting that long? Well, they just thought they could hold it back and they might have done a theatre release or something. I think I think uh, that's what the plan was. And then they just mm. thought, sod it, throw it on streaming for the peeps. Sod it, throw it on streaming was the vibe of COVID. So whatever reason. Exactly. It de- yeah. definitely was the vibe. Um, and so then you watched it. <laughs> so, yes, so, yes. <laughs> so, so um, your scores are locked in. They so you'll, you'll, you'll know very quickly as to whether you're bang on or not. So I was very, I was very excited about it. But then, oh God, sorry, I just knocked the mic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff is dying too. Um my initial my my initial reaction to watching hamilton was yes i feel like i need to put the subtitles on and rewind it because i have okay, no idea yeah. what's happening yeah. <laughs> um and for those who don't know it's about a founding father who's not an official founding father who called alexander hamilton who was responsible and involved in removing the british from america and um, wow, how do I not know what the story is about? Or no, how that's pretty much it. it. And he was a treasurer. And, and, he, it, he, and it was all he, about bringing America its independence, basically. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, I feel like that was what I thought it was going to be about, right? But then it, it was more, it was a lot there's more loads about, of stuff goes on, man. Yeah, there's a lot of stories. Of there's, there's love, there's death, there's sadness. That's it, there's love and death. There's, and that's there's a, Aaron that's Burr. There is Aaron Burr, there is Aaron Burr. Um... <laughs> And Lynn Manuel plays Hamilton in the Disney Plus version. Yes, and okay. he he played Hamilton in. Um, talk about casting yourself in your own play, right? I oh, know. <laughs> Come on, mate. Um, but I mean, he he knows the raps, so it's he does know the fun. raps. And another big thing about Hamilton is that there's very barely any spoken word. The whole thing is sung and or rapped from start <laughs> to finish. Thought you were going to say sung and or danced. No, it's sung and or rapped, and there is also dancing. And yeah, I there was there was a few moments at the beginning of it where I was like, "All right, just give me a breather, lads. I can't Do keep like, up. I can't keep up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me it like comes a line. It comes at you fast. Yeah, it comes at you fast. And it's um, it's interesting because um, this is where I can't wait to hear some of your thoughts. And even though you're gonna, in terms of review and scores, I do want you to reflect on this first time watching, etc. Like we yeah. decided, I do want now your. I would I be right in characterizing you as a Hamilton super fan? Yeah. yeah, yeah. A super nerd, a nerdy super yeah. fan, a nerdy yeah. geek, nerd nerd. Yeah. Um, it's it, long long journeys. It goes on in the car, and it's just we just it's just something that <laughs> yeah, me and my partner would just sing along to for three hours, and Ooh. there we go. <laughs> so before I come back to Hamilton, though, has it made you a Lin Manuel Miranda fan rather than just a Hamilton fan, or do you still consider yourself more of just a Hamilton? I fan? haven't consumed enough Lin Manuel <gasps> Miranda super outside of Hamilton. So you mm. haven't heard of the Hamilton mixtape. Let me quickly shout that out. They basically got loads of established rap artists to do a lot of covers and features <gasps> and remixes. It's so good. The Roots are on Damn. it. Usher's on it. Wiz Khalifa's on it. Ja Rule's on it. Like some OG names. My Chance the Rapper's on it. I was listening to it and I was like, damn, some of these songs are good. And it was so, it was really fun. Um, I can I can speak to some of uh, your uh, particular tastes here. It was really fun to have this feeling of being in the theatre and being your two favorite words spoiler free and every exactly every, every song was new and his um so every song being new is one thing because it's like mm-hmm. uh it's uh, a really fun thing to be um presented with lots of new music super energetically and also sometimes the thing that is hard about new live music i find mm. is that everyone is like Buh. so like for instance i think me and you have a story of um some of the first times we saw Radiohead, we were listening yeah. to other live shows on that tour and ready for the new stuff and psyched about it. Whereas often mm. when there's new music being performed to you, the whole audience is like, what? So it was a really nice, quite unique position I felt in watching it the other day because I felt like I was one of maybe like just a guess on t- in terms of vibes, maybe 10% at most of the audience who like had never heard these. And it was so well, nice. Others were it, probably singing along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There was a lot of just already... Um, one over trust and affection for these songs as I was watching for the for the first time. So it was a really nice contrast in that way that made it uh, really fun and to I, appreciate. I think, I think I might have even said it 
on mm. here when when I went to go see it back in March mm. it was like going to see my favorite band play all the hits that's kind of the vibe yeah, I yeah, had yeah. it's yeah. like I had listened to it I'd watched it and now I was like right now I'm going to the the live show and it was yeah, quite how a good fun, and, how and it was like listening to my favorite album live it was great that's awesome and it's so funny that I for whatever reason had it stuck in my head of I will do that stuff after I want to see it live for the first yeah. time it's just funny that um i definitely relate to your like my um saw the national the other week and they had just the week before released their new album called laugh track mm. and i was like i love this timing let me just binge this album then go see it at my most excited for the new songs mm. so i totally get that but for whatever reason with this i was like stayed spoiler free and i enjoyed and, it I, and i was way. very much with like oh i don't want to do any of it until you know i've seen it mm. in the theater oh, or were. something like that oh. but mm. i think knowing that it was the original Broadway cast and it was yeah. filmed in such a really good way. The Disney mm. Plus thing is, it's filmed really well. Um, the, I think, yeah. I felt it like wins- actually, I, I was I was okay with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. And also, yeah, there's a lot to it. I, I probably, if, yeah, I probably this year would have been the year I finally just wanted to catch up on it if I didn't uh, manage mm. to snag tickets. And yeah, there is something to that. As you say, the original cast, it seems like the, the nice thing about it. I love this when they do this um, with... Uh, theatrical productions but it's like a definitive version like the og mm. cast and really really um like expensive invested in um, cinematography and like everyone like as opposed to just we'll film it one night it was a big f- kerfuffle a big yeah. fuss over it so yeah I, t- I totally feel you doing it that way um but yeah so like just contrasting uh, how uh, we're at such Can different I ask a places question? with it did um mm. there, there's there's a point when um there's a point in the show where there's a line that normally gets a laugh Mm. And I was just wondering how it how it landed, which there's um, I think it's somewhere in the first half. Um, was it the king says, no, no, no. the king oh, always mate. gets a laugh. The king King's was great. fantastic. We love the king. Love <laughs> king George is the best. His song is great. <laughs> um, Dude, go on. your what? favorite on the mixtape will be Jimmy uh, Fallon actually covering the king's song. It's so oh, good. You said anyone other than Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Do you not like Jimmy Fallon now? Ah, uh, what? I haven't liked Jimmy Fallon for a while because he's always <gasps> really excited and excitable with all of it. His interviews are terrible. Normally, that's why. Oh, just let's podcast derailed. Anyway, no, sorry. <laughs> so, so the joke is that the yes. immigrants we get the job done line, which yes. normally gets a big old cackle and a laugh. But I wasn't sure if it. Landed yeah, I mean, actually, I don't know if this is almost what you you could be referring to as well. It felt more like a, a yeah kind of feeling <laughs> okay, fair yeah like there was a bit of yeah. chuckle but it was also like a hearty like that shows us what political side of the spectrum we're on um, yeah and how nothing's spe- changed in 300 years yeah <laughs> and speaking of the uh conference going on up in manchester how did the game go by the way um so hamilton <laughs> <laughs> um so hamilton but yeah. so um so but no that you you what what's great about it is it's a massive story but mm. there are characters that you invest in in it as well you get yes. to meet lafayette you get to meet the other two you get yeah. to, <laughs> you get to meet hamilton <laughs> you get to miss, meet the skylar sisters you get to meet aaron burr yes. you get to meet king george you yes. also get george washington who normally gets yes. a big old cheer when he comes out yeah um and it's just they're just they're just, and they're just full of live characters played by I mean, full of live people wait, that, with great... that's interesting i didn't get we didn't get a big cheer for george washington does he get a big cheer for being a big there's like a whole lead up um uh. like there's a whole lead up there's like a whole build up in the song where it's like here comes the general person you've been waiting for here comes there the general go. one he it's really the one you've been waiting and then he comes <laughs> oh, out okay yeah <laughs> yeah fair um so yeah. spoiler free in the sense of the songs but also this is yeah. something i can't believe have I... any of them did any of them stick with you honestly so funny the room where it happened one i literally knew from youtube ads yeah I want to be in the room and I was like oh I know this one because <laughs> it used to just be that 10 seconds before I could click skip ad and not in a bad way not that I didn't like it yeah, but yeah. Just, it was the same 10 seconds fucking forever and I was like I've done so well to stay spoiler free there's such a lame way for me to I don't want to be in the room in where it happens <laughs> yeah, I'll be in the room later stop showing me the room um, but spoiler free for music there's, is one thing there's a song that um, I think uh, what's her name Who's the Canadian blonde comedian? Oh, this is fantastic. I love stuff like this. The Canadian blonde, not Catherine Ryan. Catherine Ryan. She's got a whole bit in one of her stand-ups about um, how do I got to say no to this? That song. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, yeah, sleeping yeah. with a prostitute. And she's like, just say no, innit? <laughs> she's got like <laughs> I mean, a whole bit about I mean, it. that bit did... I, let's get into it very briefly. But if... Um, also, uh, shout out for the none of you who are in the show notes. But if you want to jump in for the first time this week, I appreciate you. I'm going to try and find that Catherine Ryan yeah. bit. That sounds funny. Um, and I'll put it in the show notes. So yeah. I'll, I'm going to come right back to the affair stuff and actually get into the, the meat and potatoes of this play. But I do want to say, spoiler free with the songs... But one no. thing I flubbed on asking you last week that I'm really curious about your thoughts on is mm. I went uh, to see this with my mother. She's been really, really dying to see it for years too. And one thing mm. that we had stuck in our head for a couple of years now is a family friend told us, oh, don't go unless you do a bit of, <laughs> of all things, research and you know a bit of the history. And for a while I was thinking, oh, that's a bit long. It's almost going to put me off seeing it now. Like, yeah. I, I, know, I know the feeling sometimes there are certain things where like, oh, maybe I should have like, you know, watch some sort of primer. Some things do require that. But at the end of the day, we I went for staying spoiler-free for both the music and, and the history. Mm. I am not, uh, besides the few things you and I learned at Whitmore High School, shout out, I'm not the most historically educated as much as I love history. So, I mean, everything here was new to me. And that was actually really fun. I love um, stuff when you're watching old movies where like, oh, and then that happened. And it's actually like a true story in history. So like I was spoiler free for like literal <laughs> history. And like, so, you know, for instance, what we'll get to now with Alexander Hamilton having uh, the affair and then endorsing Thomas Jefferson and all this stuff. I kept being like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny whether you know the play or you just know history, this wouldn't be a spoiler for everyone. But for me, it was both a historical spoiler and an artistic one. And I stayed spoiler free and I got to enjoy it uh, fresh. So that was really funny. Um, but if I had asked you last week, what would you have said in terms of, can I come to it completely? completely without anything i'd say yes but i yes. think mainly because if you're going to go back it's worth it because oh, i feel like yeah i think the first time it was a lot of information to take in a massive story to take in and you're constantly going wait what one what but then yeah. the more you go back and re-listen to it you you pick up other little nuggets and the story starts to get a bit more glued oh, so, to so your your qualifier is i i uh, expect you're going to enjoy it so much that you're going to want to go back go a back. second time yeah because um, of all the connections to make, please bear with me, but it feels very, very pertinent. It's like the third time you've said this. <laughs> Oppenheimer. Mm. There's this feeling of it finishing and me being like, I know it took some dumb art because I'm a Neanderthal, but now I'm super mm. interested in this history and I kind of would want to read a book on this guy. And yeah, yeah sometimes I need some hip hop. Sometimes I need some Cillian Murphy <laughs> naked on a chair. Um, with Florence Pugh sat across from him, also naked. We'll get to her later. Um, but yeah, I'm very uh, seduced by the historical elements here. And as much as I love the musical, I'm also now super interested in some American history. But um, to come mm. back to your review and your feelings, I do feel like you're now starting to show your hand a bit in terms of these are scores for your first time. So actually, even though you're a super fan now, on that first viewing, it was a lot of information, but you enjoyed it enough you knew you were going to go back. But... Mm -hmm. I'm now thinking as similar to like we always talk about some of our favorite albums being slow burners, right? Yeah. In terms of you enjoying Hamilton at its most. Or national albums that are like very slow burners. <laughs> <laughs> the the first time you enjoyed it, but it wasn't as much as you'd go on to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. Yeah. A lot of things. I yeah. love it though. I love it to bits now. I could put it yeah. on now and have a great time. I don't Guess know how many times I you've seen it. Wait, I know I did this last time, but let's do this again. Well, like four or five, I think. I've watched it, but I've listened to it more than that as well. I've also learned some of the songs and played some of the songs multiple times. <laughs> so it's That's crazy. Like in my, okay, in my so own now, time. Just I'm so just now, acoustic guitar rapping away in the corner of a room. <laughs> <laughs> now we can do what is one of my favorite things in life. And so, of course, there has to be a pocket of our podcast that does this. We both now, in very different ways, have consumed this content, right? Ish, mm -hmm. adjacent. Mm -hmm. What my favorite thing after consuming something together is, how did you feel about the actual nuts and bolts of like the story? Now, mm -hmm. Hamilton, this guy, this motherfucker, mm -hmm. seems like a cool guy. Seems yeah. like a fucked up guy. Loves writing. Loves writing. Cool for you. He's running like he's writing like he's running out of time. He's, he's writing like he's running out of time, which turns out we all are something. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler: <laughs> mortality. That's hilarious. Um, but. Did you just spoil your life, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> everyone's. Um, I don't mean to op be Oppenheimer out here, but yes, everyone's. Um, he... Okay, so it starts, and there's this whole thing about the sister. And the sister likes him more. And the sister's a bit more something-something. They've got this connection. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. ooh-wee, there's going to be some sort of a But she needs to marry sister. Rich. Something. Oh, is that what it was? I can't really remember. Yeah. But, like, the other, at least to me, up until the end... 
she, the, the sister he actually gets married to seemed a bit dry and a bit just like basic and like, yeah, I want to be a wife, la la la. Whereas the other <laughs> ones are like flighty and a bit more interesting and exotic. So I'm like, okay, that that's, that's something's going on there. Great. And he just goes and sleeps with this prostitute. <laughs> Nothing ever happened with the sister. And I don't know if I'm saying this about the musical throwing me and surprising me in a good way or history itself. But like, I really felt set up for something to happen with the sister and the sister just kind of is just there being like, mm. I always love you and we'll write you letters, but good for mm. you banging my sister and being in love with her. That's the right call for everyone. I love my sister. Something I don't see like. what your problem is with the story, Jeff. <laughs> Nothing. There's no problem. I was, just, I was just shocked. And as Catherine Ryan might have gone on to point out, that whole musical number <laughs> leading up to his affair was kind of a lot to take in. I was like, oh, like I had felt it's kind of great because it darkened it. And I'm here for things yeah. being darkened, but he was a and bit of an annoyingly hero. catchy song as well. Yeah, I don't think we should be catchy. And like, hey, this is fun. He's about to have an affair. Like she he can't resist her. That was a, yeah, it was a weird energy. I was sort of like, I am morally judging you and vibing to this. <laughs> like, I didn't. Um, Did also, the. Um, okay, naive, Carol. Just gonna, I was on the same track of just. Yeah, it was just a lot going on for that. I didn't see it coming. Um, and I really. I had gotten into the actress playing the sister. And. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really, I did kind of, I, I'm basically saying I really liked it as a left turn. It was just quite unexpected. And it's where it goes from what you were saying earlier about America, Founding Fathers, Britain, uh, fuck you, Britain, the Kings, uh, a laughing stock mm. who kind of steals the show in the play, all of that to actually, I think I might be right in saying by the second act, gets a bit more personal about him having a kind of fucked up life, actually. It's not all, mm. as one of my friends put it, it reminded me of how your partner summarized Babylon, um, but my friend, uh, when I mentioned Hamilton, said, oh, it's a bit too rah-rah America for me. And I can see that for someone in Act 1. In Act 2, yeah. when it gets more personal and gritty and dark, spoiler, the ending especially. It's very short-sighted for them to be rah-rah America. So oh, interesting. <laughs> Let's go on, uh, speak to that. Like, just like, oh, how dare this country have its independence. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, no, I mean... I mean um, it's the same it's person also, like, you know vote for brexit and <laughs> no no that's not Tor- no, 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 no no definitely not no no i think it was more in the sense of like uh rah rah america as same way your partner characterized babylon in terms of the energy and it, this person isn't a musical person yeah. i think that is an uh, interesting thing about you liking it too and me and me coming around to it is yeah i'm not the most musical person it definitely made me think of your connection to to Minchin and that sort yeah. of vibe rah rah america in the sense of like yeah, it's just I'm not usually someone who watches musicals, so it's just very rah rah about whatever uh, it's rah rah about. So I think it's uh, and yeah, so and and the first act is you know uh, proud to be American and it's it's good. I mean, mm. I listened to a podcast, imagine, um, called Hamilton and Me, where Giles Terrera, I think his name is, who was one of the more famous cast members as Aaron Burr at the beginning of the London transfer. He's a great actor. Um, I saw him live at the Barbican with a play he had written last year. He's so fantastic. And he was talking, he had the director on his podcast, Hamilton and Me, because he was putting out a book called Hamilton and Me based on a work journal he had kept during the production. And the director was talking about how, like, there was a slight concern of bringing this kind of story to London. Like, Mm, it's all about, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all about, uh, I mean. But there's so much more to it than that. There is so much more to it, but low key, fuck the British. Right. That is part of it. Kind of. Kinda. We, we look well. We deserve it know, for how it, we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to say we don't, but it's. Um, yeah. And and to me, the second half, the second act rather, does by going into the complexity and depths and darkness of this character, it does show it's not all like oh, and America's yeah. perfect. America slash no. its founding fathers slash everything about it also has its own yeah. issues. Um, but yeah, when it got darker, come back and if you have any comments on the on the sister and the affair bit, I'd love to hear them. But yeah, um, I just want to say the second half when it got darker, as much as I was confounded during, it's probably what's uh, afterwards. It's um, like making it stick on my mind more than if it had just been happy, nice yeah, yeah. bow tied on it. Like especially, yeah. especially the ending. The ending has the wife sort of reaching out to the dark about yeah. who, you know, how history is going to remember you, blah, blah, blah. And then there's just a light goes out. And I, I felt very like, what? I don't want to end like that. That was very yeah. scary and sad. And we'll and try I and leave, I think we'll try and leave it spoiler free now for how the whole thing ends. And, like, <laughs> how, that, how that probably second, third or quarter just sort of plays out. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. But I spoiled the just exact last tissues. image. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so so sorry. I, I had to cover like four or five different things there. Um, I was going to say, yeah. did you, how did you feel about um, some of the actors playing different roles in the second half? Really liked you? it because the actors went, were went good. Along with it. It good. Went along yeah. with it. I feel like that always, and in different uh, theatrical productions, that always depends on the actors themselves, right, and how mm. well they can play pull it off. And I felt like what, what, maybe one or two actors at most. We need to compare notes at some point, right? But like we, mm. we might have seen the same cast if you went in March, I went in October, yeah. um, and I felt like the actors were so fucking brilliant and fantastic, and they yeah. pulled it off with no problems. Especially like I'm, I'm thinking of there's a guy who in the first act was a french guy and then the second act was thomas jefferson yeah and yeah i did that really i love when an audience member is this confounded by acting but i was like wait he was french in my head <laughs> <laughs> and he was just really good and i was like oh okay yeah he was probably doing an accent and he was fantastic um i i really liked it did that throw you at all oh well i think it did when i watched it the first time and i was like right, oh, okay right, no right. wait i'm with it well because i think it was oh, what's his name? david diggs um mm. is that his name did I get his name right? Yeah, David Diggs, David, yeah. D A V E E D, right? So yeah, I don't know how to pronounce Yeah, yeah. So he 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 played that role in the broad, yeah. Broadway thing. And mm. he's got such like a hairstyle and face that <laughs> yes. I, I was just like, wait a minute. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um But he was also very good at rapping in French. I think here's here's yeah, rapping in French. Now I do think that uh it's a really interesting thing where the the selling point, what made this unique at the time and still I feel like you're just trying to get this chat to go on as long as possible so you do not have to talk about don't worry darling but it's kind of... <laughs> I, I it's it, i mean this is one of your favorite things and i have so much to, to say and ask and I'll, I'll wrap it up soon but uh hip-hop that's basically what makes this stand out and is pushing new ground in terms of musical theater it's never been used yeah. this way you know musical theater is a very established feels quite old school and classical and for the upper classes in a way and hip-hop violin manuel miranda making its way into musical theater seems to have been a big moment and this was the play that did it right now i've got a quite a i enjoyed it i eventually feel like in, in a similar way to actually when you see shakespeare and for the first five minutes you're like wait what and then sort of you just go with the rhythm and the flow of it and mm. you end up getting into it i feel like the first five minutes i was like slow down just give me a few lines regular then the fact that it just fucking wouldn't stop i was like all right i have you have to go with it and i ended up super super enjoying it but it's, it's quite funny because hip-hop is to me like edgy and like you know the music of the people and the streets and gritty and ghetto mm. and it's quite funny because you look around at something like the victoria palace theater and it's like <laughs> a lot of white older people and it's like it's it's just about palatable enough for them and so it's like it's kind of yeah it kind of i don't know you know ironic considering it ends up on disney plus but it kind of disneyfies um hip-hop to make it a bit more consumable i don't know if i i can't i'm not out here an author authority on hip-hop to say like it's not quite the purest kind of hip-hop or something, but, like, it definitely... Um, he definitely had to make it different, right? He had to make I'm it live on the stage. I'm trying to see what your point is. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I, I, well, it's, you, could, you could argue... You made me watch a blues documentary about where blues originally came from or whatever, sure. and um, it was the invention of rock and roll, but then mm. we were out here with, like, the monkeys, eventually, <laughs> which is basically disneyfying blues. Sure, you know I mean? sure, sure. I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's the origins yeah, yeah. are always the, and, there. And things, the Beatles, move on. they yeah. they do, they do. I think um, even in listening to the Hamilton uh, mixtape, I think I'm just reflecting on how it's quite interesting to watch it in 2023 as opposed to like 2018, 19, when it was still like a breakthrough thing, and now it's become mm. so cliche and foundational. I think actual hip hop heads probably don't rate it, but yeah, you're right. Things, mm. this is how things adapt and live and move on. And people who in 10, 15 years are going to make new hip hop plays are probably going to be working against the shadow of Hamilton and trying to cast it aside, right? Because of how mm. big a deal it is. But no, I think it does it super successfully. Some of the, uh, you know, not taking away my shot and Dear Theodosia and some of this stuff, like it's not just, it's a lot of rapping and a lot of hip hop and some ingenious use of language. So I'm not, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to take a step back and look at it yeah. culturally. It's just an interesting moment in our time. But for me personally, in terms of my taste, it took me a few minutes to catch up and be on point with the, the, frenetic pacing but i i really loved it it was really really fun afterwards i'm like i want to experience the songs again i want to read the books now like i i am yeah. a bit right now i'm probably going to calm down right now i do feel like a bit of a hamilton head it very much won me over and if you don't mind the people who know us need to experience this okay in the chat i just want a couple minutes on this okay in the chat i have sent you a link to hamilton oh, merch because I can't oh, decide what to get, and I want your thoughts. So we got crown. this a crown bauble. 
So basically, I can't... Oh, it's not even a crown. Exactly. Let's have a quick look at this website. I'll put this in the show notes for sure. The one that I like, if I'm you scroll down... i not any of it. Yeah, I'm really? The go- So the gold star one is the classic look. You're not a fan of that one? What, you know, t-shirt? with Hamilton just... Sta- yeah, or the hoodie. If you know yeah. me right now, you know I'm in my happy place just looking at merch and considering it. I really like... It's, it's good content for an audio platform. I really think people are going to enjoy this. Um, if you want us to just... I like the Hamilton and Jefferson and Madison That's Washington what I was going to say. Yeah, because Burr is in red. It's fantastic. So there's... It's brilliant. There is this um, Wait, t-shirt. Wait, is Aaron Burr a bad guy? Oh, uh, don't get... That's actually probably my favourite aspect of the play. It's the Burr-Hamilton relationship. It's very um, frenemies. It's very... I didn't see that when other. I was there. How'd I you want mean? that t-shirt now. That oh t-shirt. yeah, I, I see that t-shirt. I just saw the the things with stars, and I was like, meh, and I walked out. Dude, okay. so it's for the people. You know that t-shirt it's style that has just names. It has, it has like so. There's a Lennon and McCartney and Star and Harrison. Or the A dot Ham cap. Yeah, I don't know about the A dot Ham, but this shirt has Hamilton and Jefferson and Madison and Washington, and then Burr. Here's what makes the t-shirt great: is in red because Burr's kind of a heel. Um, so that shirt is fantastic. It's all just black and the other names are white. I, I'm really glad you uh, you uh, landed on that one too because that's the one I it's am a great considering. Though, yeah, yeah. That's such a good t-shirt. I think I'm going to get it. Okay. Um, is there anything else besides scores? No, what did you think of the... Um, yeah, just story-wise. How crazy is the, the Hamilton... Oh, let alone the Hamilton-Burr relationship. The fact that in the opening seconds he says he's going to shoot him. Mm. I'm like... Spoiler. In the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah... Uh, I thought the the guy who played Burr was just so understated and cool and different to Hamilton. I really mm. liked the relationship and the two actors. How did you feel about that? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's what it's the thing that ties the whole play together all the way through because they're mm. just constantly and they have two completely different outlooks on life, mm. which was the whole the whole thing right at the start. And one of my favorite things about Hamilton, I probably should have said it, no. is that there's probably maybe four or five sort of themes throughout all the mm-hmm. songs that constantly mm-hmm. come back and reinvent yeah. themselves. Circling, so like, yeah. They're, they're constantly there. So there's the sort of the counting of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That always yep. comes comes back and forward. Um, there's Famously, the, you're someone who doesn't love numbers and counting in songs, but in this case, it's it's different. It's needed. I like 15 step. What's your... <laughs> 15 step you like, but what's it with Tom McRae? The one Mississippi. Not a fan. <laughs> Right? Wow, like, you, you he just... hold on to grudges, don't Listen, you? Listen, I'm not holding on to a grudge. You do this too. You remember things the other says, and I remember... Yeah. I, I'll get and, the scre- anyway, screenshots on the Patreon. <laughs> the, um, but then the whole the whole thing throughout the whole thing is that yeah. Hamilton has views and stands for them, whereas yes. Burr just goes whichever way the wind's blowing. That's yeah. kind of his, well, his political stance is uh, wherever it is. I, I get it, because it's more nuanced. His whole thing is like... You know, just, um, what's the word? Keep your cards close to your chest kind of thing. Don't show them what you believe in. And Hamilton's whole thing is show exactly what you believe in. That's the whole fucking point. And Burr, yeah, Mm. if you look at it in a negative light, which is hard not to now, it's because he's trying to play for power and which way the wind is blowing. And then at the end, the crucial pop point is that he then will endorse Jefferson against him because at least Jefferson actually stands for things and Burr doesn't. Yeah, I thought that was such a cool mic drop moment, man. It was good. So good. Did you enjoy Uh, the mic drop moment where they had a debate in like whatever government thing they were having and they literally mm. got mics out and it ended up being a rap battle a rap battle cool. as a little court thing was fantastic i like how at that point it was very much putting a like we're not even trying to like do an oblique little hip-hop thing this is basically hip-hop does yeah. this era of history so i really really enjoyed that because yeah. they do it effectively they do it wicked the same way if the actors switch the roles effectively so it works too we've got yes. um 15 minutes to <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I can wrap Talk up the other one. here, review yeah. another thing, and then I've, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Um, to finish up on... Uh, Your show notes uh, should be all Hamilton links and dot, dot, dot. We also reviewed Don't Worry Darling. <laughs> so, your scores... I mean, I've got it wrong now because I put it out there because it's one of your favourite things. Mm. Um, and now that you've talked a bit more about your nuanced journey to it, it makes a bit more sense. Because I feel like I'm a bit of a... A four five five myself. I put you down as a five five five, but now that we've had a chat, I think you're more of a four four four. <laughs> Reveal. Four four five. Four four five. So I'm two off. So you, yeah. So you said no. You what? So what? I did five five five. Oh, did you? Uh, okay. Yeah. I gave yeah. you. I, I I leaned you into suggesting that it was going to be something else, but 
anyway. I could still, I mean, there's so much. I loved it. Um, so you said your score is 455. If you were to score it. Yeah, score. if I was to score it, it would be 455. Um, I uh, I just, I, I had, just as I'm checking the scores, I just had this one phrase that I think deserved um, airing on the pod, which is, it had very dense, densely detailed history, but it wore it very lightly and enjoyably. And that's why. Just uh, oh, love. That's, that's the review that goes on a poster. <laughs> Should have just <laughs> fucking opened with that and kept it to a tight fifteen. But let's do our tight fifteen yeah. now. Let's talk about "Don't Worry, Darling," directed Don't by it. Olivia Wilde. <laughs> hey, I want to. This was you watched it ish. <laughs> I did watch it ish. I I ended up watching it um, a lot. You saw it at the cinema. Yep. With your partner. Yep. What was the vibe leaving the cinema? Eh. <laughs> well that was two hours of our lives <laughs> um yeah i don't know man so much potential <laughs> well okay i it, mean sorry. positives please it's a very pretty movie oh very pretty i think very it's a well very pretty movie very well now edited, negatives lots of cool sound design <laughs> i mean i've got i've got a few more positives for you actually Go on, then. so once in this same vein as like listen we've got limited time there's a lot of content it was really fun for me to sit down with uh, Hamilton in the way I described not knowing all this stuff, right? Don't worry, darling. I remember from last year, we chatted about it. There was lots of stories. Very, very notoriously, one of the most newsworthy movies of last year due to off-the-film stuff. There was the, the spit. Stories on the set. You know, yeah, did Chris Pine actually spit at Harry Styles or something? Did Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh fallout was shia labeouf supposed to be in the cast and olivia wilde told him even after his harassment allegations he should have still been in the cast everyone falling out olivia wilde with jason sudeikis and getting with harry, harry styles. styles trying to act yeah that was <laughs> that was a lot um with all of that going on i was so tempted beforehand to watch it through that lens and be like let me get all these stories up again let me remind myself in terms of the bullet points and scattergun notes i've just shared that's literally off the top of my head. I thought, actually, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to do what Christopher encourages sometimes and go into this just for the movie itself. And here's my surprising spoiler. And I had a good time. Yeah. Kind of enjoyed, kind of enjoyed the movie. Didn't see the yeah. sport. Didn't see the twists and turns come in. Um, yeah. I thought Florence, ever since feeling let down by her performance as Paige in fighting with you my family, keep bringing that back, don't you? <laughs> Maybe you should go back and watch rewatch that performance. I mean, if I get pitched, I'll watch it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, similar to, to Midsummer. All right, Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> similar to Midsummer, at some points she's heaving and emotional. And I always am like, it's 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 definitely a <laughs> note of... Heaving and a... emotional is a perfect way of putting it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, it's a very much a sign of a good actor. But when she does it, I get legit anxious. And I'm like, oh, she must be a good actress. Because I'm like, all right, I don't, I'd rather not watch someone stop actually heaving. falling. At... <laughs> yeah, stop heaving. But yeah, so, you know, spoilers ahead, but basically, la la la, Matrix or something, this film is about, like, a perfect <laughs> Stepford Wives type 1950s, I'm like, where the fuck even are we, and the men go away to work, and all the women live this lovely 50s life, and occasionally they just start wigging out and wrapping their heads in cellophane, and like, wait, what's actually happening, and they keep passing out and having hallucinations, and then one of the ladies, um, who happens to be black, but nothing is made of that, um starts losing the plot and she slits her own throat and falls off a roof and then Florence is like what the hell's happening and she sees a plane and she follows the plane and then basically it's almost Truman Show-esque where like something's going on with reality but I don't know what it is and she's like the paranoid like hey this isn't all real something's going on and Chris Pine is like the emperor guy and he's making Harry Styles Florence Pugh's husband more and more powerful so he's like listen shut up Florence and she's like no something's weird about here and then they reveal at the end what it is. And I was kind of like, I'm here watching. I think this time you gave me permission, right? I was allowed to watch on my shitty little laptop, whatever, um, with the color bars now stuck on it. And um, hashtag RIP my laptop soon. Um, and bro, I gasped like five times during this film. Really? Yeah, it kept like, like whether it was Harry Styles, who like I went from the beginning thinking, boo, you're shit, to then later when Florence Pugh gets taken away for being crazy and he's going, fuck, fuck, fuck in his car. I'm like, is Harry Styles the best actor of our generation? Like, he's, suddenly, he 
suddenly really impressed me in that scene. <laughs> then he went again, just not impressing me because he played an American nerd and just was not pulling that off. Hey, I have or a bit of facial Harry. hair. Yeah, Greasy Harry was not the one. He did not. He was not effective at all. There is no way Greasy Harry Styles would ever be an incel. But basic and listen, there are a few bits it doesn't fully tie up for me because I wrote none it in of my it notes. does. That's what winds me up. None of it does. But you know what? Even the, the, with the that, payoff, the payoff and the thing at the end, I'm like, but none of that makes sense. <laughs> Do you know to what the though? Rest it's of like, it. Vibes wise, it did. It kind of works <laughs> for vibes. I was like, wait, so were they actually in bot in like they're they're just in a room? <laughs> being put to sleep and living in this dream life and then he has to drive to a thing bruv don't get me to explain it it's vibes it's uh you know i i had i had i had a bit more fun and i think if i had just read the reviews slating it and the stories around it i would have watched it to almost you know pile on that's not a telephone pile on it's p-i-l-e we get it jeff <laughs> you didn't before um and I, I would have just been watching to pile on and have a go but watching it just as a random pylon. <laughs> as a random movie i was given to watch i had a time i thought it was fun ah, and stupid <laughs> it was stupid but it was almost guilty pleasure fun it reminded me of the more funny moments of fucking moonwalker where i was just kind of laughing out loud and then bits would entertain me and bits would surprise me and then at the end Chris Pine's wife stabbed him. And I was like, what? <laughs> you stupid man. In which said. world? Bruv, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. And then, oh, my favorite. It reminds me of some of the little things we have a go at sometimes. But like at the end, it has her like breathing and waking up in the real world, maybe or something. And then it said, don't worry, darling. The title came up. And then it had like three or four minutes of credits. And then guess what it had? What? Don't worry, darling. Again, before the bigger longer credits i found that very amusing um <laughs> but yeah unless you have any questions that's kind of my my quick I've shot review zero questions other than <laughs> other than was... these are my scores what are your scores I can i just say i think history will remember this kind of a bit more forgivingly it doesn't break it doesn't break the ground it's thinking it's breaking i think i i think i went in there expecting way more from right. a potential like a promising trailer Yep. And this, that, and the other. A very promising and then, new director. And then I was just like, oh, oh. And then it was And it was just kind of like that. And the, the way of, none of it made sense. It reminded me of an ITV sort of like mini drama. Uh, that's not your cup of tea, but I do see I do see a lot of that where it's like just very intriguing. Oh, there's something wrong with the town. And then and the what postman is it? did it. And then, the, you know, yeah, exactly. Something like that. And up until it started revealing some of the stuff. And I do. I don't think they nail it. I don't think they nail it. Don't get me wrong. But the angle of <laughs> they actually. Don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. But the angle of it actually being this whole world is developed by some sort of online guy radicalizing mm -hmm. young men and his whole issue mm -hmm. is his tired doctor girlfriend won't have sex with him all the time i think was his issue and he's like i fucking hate her she's so pretty but never wants to make out or something and like even though i text her when she's in the operating room what she wants for dinner i don't get that she's in the operating room and won't have time to reply to me that seemed to be his big beef good screenplay um okay they dropped the ball there don't get me wrong but i love that i think the angle was good they had dramatic music it pans out it reveals he's actually on a fucking computer it's the future he's getting radicalized by a guy online this does happen whether it's um you know the jordan peterson types or russell brand now like online guys radicalizing young men is a thing and to tie that in to a, a 50s retro style like women are a bit more just in the kitchen and tending to shit it that there is connection it, there this um, is the ideas were great they were just not pulled off Yes, and that's 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 the thing. Even though, look at particular elements. Because have you heard acting, about the story about this script has been bouncing around for donkeys as well? No, so tell me that after, but right after this, because I do think without the critical noise of the time, if you look at it as separate elements, a lot of it was pulled off rather nicely. I think the editing was great. I think the sound design was great. I think some of the performances were great. I think it gets lost in the full writing, like the screenplay as a work by itself doesn't quite hold together so that's where they lost yeah. it but some of the elements by themselves are actually fantastic but no what's the story did the screenplay just yeah bounce around for donkeys no one quite knew what to do with it yeah that's the story that's the story <laughs> and now we have some scores so i had a i was too off by the way so let's see if yeah. i can i can get i had a two for anticipation for you on this one um nailed it i had a i actually thought that you oh. would be a three. 
for point. enjoyment. <laughs> I was a four. And then I thought, wouldn't fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had you as a two in retrospect. Oh, you but won. I... You got it. You got it. I was a two, four, two. Very unique scores. <sighs> I was close. I, I had the right close. idea. Because yeah, I yeah. think during it, you're like, oh, because there were good things that happened. Yeah. And then at the end of it, you walk out and go, wait a minute. None of that made sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you think? Do you think if you had lost today, would you have? Would you have tried to, to rally the social media bots against me for my for enjoyment being a lie? Do you not believe? I think because you've won, you're not gonna, you're not gonna stick to it. You don't really care. No, no, and I wouldn't be surprised if you did. I, in, the reason I had that three there is I thought you would have been pleasantly yeah, surprised by I, I bits of it. Yeah. I could, I could, I could make a thing of rewatching that. It was actually quite funny. I thought Olivia Wilde, when she revealed she knew the whole thing, I thought it's a very affecting, cool performance. I don't um, remember enough of it. <laughs> yeah, trust me. Um, so this week was a week where we own, you know, bits and bobs of the content was consumed, but it was a bit of a uh, a wayward, haphazard week in terms of, you know, Chris recommended the film he saw a couple of years ago. I recommended a, a play he's consumed a hundred times, but didn't do this week. Shall we recommend some? Like the easiest back stuff to basics. we can all just... Back to, let's do a back, back to, to basics, basics episode. Because I have Shall for I start? you... Okay, you can start then. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of internet delay there. But I have for you um, an episode of... Okay, guess what? One of our favourite kind of things out here. Oh, by the way, I've already been had a go at for us just repeating stuff, by the way. Oh, yeah. You know the guy who doesn't listen to us anymore. Oh, brother. yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've heard of it. I have. Yeah, yeah. Well, we repeat stuff. He's like, what? Have I missed you watching another Simpsons episode? I've missed you watching another Always Sunny episode. And I was just like, ah, oh, go away. We didn't want you. Fair anyway. point. So he, doesn't, he doesn't need to come back anymore, as far as I'm concerned. So, I mean, shout out. Um, I don't know. It's a family business there. But I miss you, Alex. And yeah, you are missing out on exactly that. More episodes of sitcoms. This week we have a. Settings. And Norm MacDonald. <laughs> and Norm MacDonald. Bring Norm MacDonald back. Hashtag. And um, we have a new uh, sitcom. So even though it's slightly you know you know we like we like our sitcoms around here but i don't think mm-hmm. this one has been consumed before on the podcast it's time for you to go back oh, to our favorite the 90s gotta love the 90s how far what? away we how far away we are from the 90s is further away the 90s was to the 60s how mad is that hey in other points of this podcast i can actually talk and make sentences do you so want don't me judge. to be that that lady on the roof that just slits her throat and falls <laughs> <laughs> What's the Frasier. Frasier. I want you to watch season Frasier. four. Which one? Episode 18 of Frasier called Ham Radio. And I cannot wait for your thoughts. I've been dying to get back into this. And the reason I haven't... I started doing a Frasier thing. You did. And then what I happened? Got, I got about two seasons in and then other stuff happened and I forgot yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. And I have stopped myself getting back into it because for ages, years now, I've wanted to do it via watching all of Cheers. And I keep not quite liking Cheers enough to go through with it. And so I never get back to my beloved Frasier. But then guess what? They're fucking rebooting Frasier. And just seeing the new trailers for that weird-looking shit show, I'm like, oh, I miss my actual OG Frasier, and I don't give a shit. I'm going back to it now via this guy. So season four, episode 18 of Frasier is your pitch for next week. What do you have for me, my friend? So something I don't think I have spoken about on here is the delightful things that do get dropped by BBC and on iPlayer. There's a lot of good content out there that Ooh. either falls into the BBC Three channel or something like that. I've spoken about Starstruck in the past. Yeah. I've, I'm also currently watching um, a program called Man Like Mabeen, which is really good fun. Um, but there was a show that we stum- I stumbled across with my partner called Dreaming Whilst Black. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing? I saw, Have you actually heard of it? Um, well, I saw a talk at the Roundhouse where the guy who made this show had a chat and I've been meaning to to watch it for a while really sounded, yeah yeah it seems really interesting okay, it's a very so, if i hadn't seen the talk it's so under the radar i've literally seen the tiniest thumbnail on iplayer and would have yeah. just skipped past it because there's just so much on this and, and this so, is where i was like i didn't realize how much good stuff is just sat on iplayer that i right. just don't think i don't know whether they're just bad at promoting it or boosting it or whatever but like mm. there's just a lot of good stuff that's just sat there and it's been there for like a year or something and it's just yeah. like how are people how do people find it and watch it so i think we just stumbled across this and basically blitzed it i think it's about nine episodes the whole season or whatever but just watch episode one tell me what you think it's just good fun and i'm just like this is some good people people out there making good tv people out here making good tv that is good fun alex anus has come back so we can talk about it norm mcdonald Mm. and it's always sunny we'll be back at a later date um but for now this has been your podcast i hope you've enjoyed your podcast and um i hope you're feeling good 
wish us better health for the week coming ahead because these kings of consistency out here breaking breaking our backs here to make make this content for you so do join us on patreon if you want to make the patreon for us i'm sure we can negotiate a price for that because we're busy people but um we love you anyway stick to the main pod stick to the cccah check out the show notes we have websites we have emails we have um more episodes for i you need to update the website time. that's fine that's fine everyone needs to if if people are updated enough with this podcast that they bug us for it it's more likely to happen so you do your job we'll do ours we love you and we'll see you soon for now then goodbye take care if you don't like when we misspeak or boost the audio or unpeak the microphones bleed because they're so cheap we're sorry to your ears if you don't like the intro or the bit in the middle of this outro or if you don't like the whole show question why were you here if you don't like the podcast if you think we both speak too fast too many tangents never stay on task pick up a book instead if you don't like what we recommend if your patience wears thin towards the end if you think you could do better with your friend please go ahead if you don't like this content or like me the word content then please go be more content and never listen to us again